Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sports Arguments and Group Chats. We took Monday off, get a little bit of a rest, a little bit of a break. Um, but today with me uh, is my brother, Curtis. Hey. And we're going to talk a little bit about the World Baseball Classic here. Uh, we haven't seen one in about six years. It's been since 2017, you know, COVID and all that canceled the last one. Because, uh, you know, what better thing to have in the middle of a pandemic than uh, international competition, right? <laughs> So, um, yeah, so there's four pools, teams come together, uh, finals are going to be played in, I believe it's Miami. Um, but, uh, so, uh, for each pool, you've got a host country team, a, uh, finals, not finals round, but like the, uh, the quarter final teams. Um, Yeah. The second team in each pool is a team that participated in the final four of the 2017 World Baseball Classic. And then the rest are just seeded based on rankings. So, I mean, I remember watching the last one a little bit. Do you? Uh, yeah, I, I caught a few of the uh, the first couple more than I caught the last one. Uh, but I know that the U.S. won. And um, there was, I think there was a little bit more star power in the last one, I think, than previous years. I think um, in, in previous years, I don't know if the U.S. really took it as seriously with putting, like, their A-team out there as they did in the last uh, in the last baseball classic. I, I think it's really tough doing the, the World Baseball Classic in spring training. I mean, it, I, I would really like for it to be a big, serious thing, like, you know, almost like the World Cup is. But, um... I, I don't know when you would have it, you know, to really avoid the MLB season. I guess you might take out like Dominican winter ball or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think uh, it is tough because you've got, you've got guys that haven't been trained. I mean, they're all training throughout the winter, but not having like real competition in games. And then you're shooting them right into games um, where even for the MLB, you know, they have a, a full 30 days of spring training and games and uh, workouts before they, you know, have the regular season. Where here it's kind of thrust right upon you. Yeah, um, but there are some some rules in place um, for the pitch usage uh, for the pitchers. You know, pitcher injuries at an all time high, and that's where a lot of uh, team salary goes to. Uh, for the game, for each game in the first round of pool play, it is sixty five pitches per player. That's your max. And if you go over fifty pitches, you have to have four days rest. Oh uh, wow! If you go over it's a sing- it's a little bit little league esque, which is honestly pretty good. They've got to protect pitchers' arms. Definitely protecting so. uh, players, especially yeah, because MLB they probably wouldn't allow their players to go out and, and pitch in these things if if you knew they were going to throw 110 pitches in a game. Exactly. So um, uh, it's 65 in the first round, 80 in the quarters, and 95 uh, once you hit that final round. Uh, there's also a mercy rule in effect: 10 after seven, 15 after five. Good to see. There's no reason to blow up guys and, you know, have them be used during <coughs> during blowouts like that. So, but uh, Pool A, it's going to be played in Taiwan. You've got uh, Chinese Taipei, which I think is, everyone knows is just Taiwan. Um, and then you have the Netherlands, Cuba, Italy, and Panama. Um, pool B will be played in Tokyo. You have Japan, Korea, Australia, China, and the Czech Republic. Pool C is going to be played in Phoenix. You have the United States, Mexico, Colombia, Canada, and Great Britain. Pool D for Miami. 
Uh, it's going to be Puerto Rico, Venezuela, Dominican Republic, Israel, and Nicaragua. So I think looking at Pool A here, obviously the big the big dog is Cuba. They they always have a stout team when it when it comes to doing these international competitions. And the thing is, like we really don't know uh, any of these guys, many of these guys' names really. Um, so because a lot of them play in that uh, Cuban Premier League, you know. That's that's one cool thing about the. Uh, World Baseball Classic is is some of these countries get to showcase some of their players that maybe didn't come to the MLB or are on the path to coming to the MLB. Um, I think, yeah, especially Cuba. That's one of the ones that, you know, a lot of the players, you know, stay in Cuba unless they've already defected and, and, and came across. But uh, it's cool to see that team perform. And then it, even, like I said, I remember the first uh, World Baseball Classic and, and seeing some of the Japanese players, you know, um, come across and some of these countries aren't well represented in MLB, um, especially the European countries, uh, which aren't really known for baseball as much as maybe the United States and uh, Asia and South America. Yeah. Um, but I will say this, I think something's probably changed in and amongst the, uh, the defecting rules and stuff like that. Cause looking at this roster, they've got Yon Moncada, who is a MLB player. Yoannis uh, Cespedes. I don't know if he's still signed anywhere. Um, yeah, I think I think with the, the foreign relations of a few years ago were kind of lifted where they might be able to uh, come play, but um, maybe traditionally they, they didn't come. They you know they stayed like you said in the in the Cuban League. Yeah, either they defected to America or they they stayed in the in the Cuban League. Um, but yeah, for for Pule, the other one that I'm really interested in here is um, oddly enough is the Netherlands. Yeah, didn't didn't they make the uh, quarter quarterfinals? Or no, they made the uh, semifinals uh, six years ago, which was a surprise. Yeah, they they usually end up getting a couple good guys. Uh, I mean, they've got Pedro Strop, um, you know, big league reliever, uh, Jair Jurgens. I haven't heard that name in a little bit. Um, the the big name they have though, they have two. It's um, Xander Bogarts, I say two, and then I see five more. Uh, they've got Xander Bogarts, um, Didi, uh, Didi Gregorius, Jonathan Scope, and Andrelton Simmons, all very well-respected players in the, uh, in the MLB. They also have Jerickson Profar. I, and I'm not exactly sure how some of these guys, um, how they are – like the eligibility rules. Like, what is yeah, I think I think I think that happens too during the uh, like the World Cup in soccer, where if you can trace your, you know, family back a couple years or, so, or you know a couple generations, something yeah. like that, they they let you they let you uh, you know apply and, and get on the team. Especially sometimes like when it comes to representing like maybe the U.S. and something, and you know they they have a stacked team that you can't get on, and you're like, hey, well maybe I can go, you know, to. Um, a country that my family, you know, came from. But hey, looking back, hey, looking back here, uh, <laughs> the last like real competition um, that, that the Netherlands had, it looks like they won the Euro Championship, just beating everybody, crushing yeah. teams. It looks like they're, they're beat Sweden fifteen five, Netherlands eleven to one, Slovakia eleven nothing. So I mean, they're crushing the European teams. I mean, I know that's on a whole different level than than maybe the the Asian countries and the in the South American countries and Central America. Um, 
Yeah, so I mean, really, uh, the team that's that's definitely coming out of Pool A is going to be Cuba. Um, Taiwan always has a good shot. Baseball's big over there. Um, Panama, another Central American country, a little bit smaller. I don't know if they quite have the talent, but um, they've, I think they've got they've got some good pitchers um, coming coming there. So, uh, Pool B, Japan, obviously huge baseball country. Uh, and looking at their roster. I mean, obviously, they're going to have some 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 MLB names. They've got uh, Yu Darvish, uh, Shohei Otani. Oh, that's that's the two big ones. I'm not really seeing too much yeah. more. Uh, yeah, no, but they. I mean, I mean, but they've made the, the semifinals in every um, baseball uh, classic. So, um, don't definitely don't uh, think that they're going to have a down year by any means. They always they always are very. Um, very good in the competition. Very yeah, disciplined. I, mean, I think I think they have a, they have very disciplined hitters. They have a very you know, they can baseball always, philosophy over there. Really. Yeah, but they're so, always in the hunt for uh, for the thing. I think I mean, they won the first two World Baseball Classics, so I definitely aren't yeah. going to bet against them until they just they definitely fall off. Exactly, and plus, you know, the the real home field advantage there. So for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, when it comes to like professional uh, baseball leagues. I would say Japan's probably the closest one out there really to the MLB. Uh, yep. You see guys who don't quite hack it anymore in the MLB. They like, oh, I'll go play in Japan. And they'll still, they'll do all right. So Def- definitely um, the, uh, the Japanese um, league. And, and also they always talk about the, the Korean um, major leagues too. That's another one that that players bounce to maybe after they lost it or sometimes they go over and, and play a year or two and then come back. Yeah, I mean, there's been plenty of guys who've, who've been able to come back and play. So, um, yeah, uh, Korea, they have another pretty solid team. Um, baseball, obviously big there, too. Uh, let's see, is there any major league names that I really recognize? I'm not seeing too, too many. None that would really jump off the page at you. Uh, they do have one white guy on the team, though. <laughs> Tommy Edmond. Um Played quite a few games. He's a he's a Cardinals player. So that's their uh, their lone. Well, I guess he's he's not a white guy. He's 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 of Asian descent for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, Korea's Korea doesn't look to have a bad team either. I would say I would put them definitely below Japan. Um, China. Here's the thing about China. China has really good baseball when it plays, but. Um, I'm sorry, I misspoke earlier. It was the it's the Cuban Elite League, and it's the Chinese Premier League for their professional leagues. China hasn't played since COVID. They have not played professional baseball. Still, oh wow! So I mean, these guys are getting up off the couch to go play. <laughs> so yeah, definitely I, a disadvantage. Yeah, uh, Czech Republic. Uh, the one thing I really want to give them props for their entire team. Almost all of it. There might be like I think two guys who are American, but uh, the Czech Republic has like ninety percent Czech-born players. Wow! From from like their professional league. But I don't I don't see them getting out either. Probably you're looking uh, Japan, Korea to to move on from Pool B. Pool C, obviously you've got uh, some some big ones here: USA, Mexico, Colombia, Canada, and Great Britain. I think the U.S. gets through. I mean, they look strong as ever. 
Yeah, I think so. I think I think they definitely um, obviously the defending champions. I think that they uh, they 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 play for the pride now. I, I don't think when they first uh, brought the World Baseball Classic out, like I said, that, that they really took it too seriously. I don't think a lot of the stars really wanted to p- play an extra, you know, five, six, seven games um, that actually meant something before the, the MLB season started with 162 games looming. So but I think that, I think that a lot of the stars that well, Mike Trout was on the, the last team, um, you know, Christian Yelich, a lot of young players. Um, so, Obviously, I think they have a good shot for sure to get through. I mean, the United States, you're looking at an outfield of Mookie, uh, Jeff McNeil, Cedric Mullins, Kyle Schwarber, Mike Trout, Kyle Tucker. Uh, I think you're probably going to be seeing probably Trout sliding to a corner, Mookie playing in center, Kyle Tucker playing the opposite corner. Um, That's pretty good. The infield is no slouch either. Pete Alonso, Tim Anderson, Nolan Arenado. He's your lock to start at third base. So Uh, I guess I guess. Did the Steinbrenners uh, tell the Yankees they couldn't participate this year? Uh, Higgy is going. He is there. Uh, but I did okay. see him catch. I, I saw him listed on a Yankees lineup here recently, which kind of confused me. Maybe he's just so, getting a little warm up. But, yeah, that's that's weird because you'd think you'd want to see, like, an Aaron Judge out there playing. Um, maybe maybe for the Yankees' uh, sake, they're like, hey, you know what? We've had injury problems. We do not need extra mileage on on these tires. Well, for Judge, his big thing, uh, he came out and said he's not participating because he is the captain now, and it's very important to him to be there for the young guys in camp. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah, which it's, makes it's all a, the sense in the world. It's, it's his first year as a captain. How, I mean, not that it's 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 uh, a bad thing to go represent your country, but yeah, when you're talking about your the team that's paying you, you know, three hundred plus million dollars in for the next ten years, you better be there for them. A hundred percent, hundred percent. So. He's taking that captain's duty very seriously, which is good to see. But, I mean, I don't think the U.S. is hurting for, for players, for sure. No, definitely not. Um, I, I don't see a reason why they don't get through. I mean, they're kind of – I will say the U.S. is a little short on – like they don't have like a top flight uh, starter. I don't – not that I'm really seeing here. I mean, you've got Lance Lynn, um, Adam Wainwright, who can still get it done. But he's definitely not your top flight guy anymore. Um other than that, I mean, these, a lot of these guys are middling guys. You know, you're four through two in your rotation uh, at best. So yeah. that, if they have a weakness, I would say it's there. The, but I think they can score 10 runs on anybody. So I'm looking forward to watching some of these games for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, next up, we got Mexico, which as big as they are, they don't really have – a lot of top end guys. Uh, I mean, they've got uh, Julio Julio Urias. Uh, is that a different year? Diff, different year? No, that's the one I was thinking. Of. That's the one from the Dodgers. They just have him wearing a Mexico hat in this picture, and it threw me off. Um, only one catcher. But uh, other than that, for for Mexico, not a lot going on. Nothing that's really jumping off the page to you. No, not so, a lot of not a ton of MLB talent. No, not not nothing top level um, in terms of that. Like the United States having of that outfield uh, for uh, Venezuela, they've got uh, the buzzer man himself, Altuve. Ah, <laughs> Labor's down there playing. Uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. Only three outfielders, and Miggy's going down there to be a designated hitter as well. But 
in terms of pitching, you're looking Yuli Shasin. Uh, he played for the Yankees a little while ago. Uh, he was like a, on a minor league deal. Uh, not a ton. But I, I think that's where a lot of teams are probably going to come up short is pitching because teams don't want to let their pitchers go and do something that for them means nothing. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I see why teams say, I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want you to go this time. You know, yeah. let let the let the other guys represent the country. You know, um, but for for Pool C, I think you're going to see the United States come out. Colombia looks okay. You know, more of the same in terms of. Uh, the pitching depth infield doesn't look too hot. They've got probably some good gloves in there, but no one that's really going to rip, rip the cover off the ball. So uh, Canada is is the other big one there, I would say. You've got a lot of guys coming from Canada. You've, uh, Freddie Freeman is, is going to be the big one to jump off the page to you there. Uh, some pitchers that you've probably heard of, uh, Andrew Albers, Matt Brash, uh, where was the one? Where did he go? Uh, John Axford. He was pretty good. Really, none of the pitching staffs impressed me. Outside of Japan, I would say, with with you, Darvish, and uh, Shohei Otani. So I, I think probably coming out of Pool C, you're looking at the United States, and it's probably close between, I'd say, Canada, Colombia, and Mexico. After that, Craig Brutton has no fucking shot. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't even. I look at their their roster and don't see a single guy. I'm like, hmm. Nope, not a this, one. <laughs> the the ones that say major leagues, I'm guessing they're in the the minors because next to their name, every single one of them says Los Angeles Angels, minors, Pittsburgh Pirate, minors. So these guys aren't even these guys aren't even in the the big leagues. So uh, I will say for some of the guys that we've never heard of, this is really a good place for them to go get eyes on them. Like, hey, you yeah. know, maybe I can get picked up for, to, to go over to the States, make some money. Pool, uh, pool D, this is a death group. Hang on, Absolutely. can I bring up one thing before we, we finish up from uh, Pool C? There is one guy on their roster, Nick Ward, 27 years old. He is a Washington Wild Thing. From the Frontier hey. League. Hometown hey. guy here. <laughs> um, so Pool D, a legitimate death pool. Uh, whoever comes out of that has a real good shot. I mean, a real good shot making it to the finals. Uh, you've got Puerto Rico, Venezuela, uh, Dominican Republic. Israel is the whipping boy in this group. Uh, they are going to get blown out. And Nicaragua. So um, we're just going to start with the DR here. They have a death star of a lineup. I mean, you're looking catchers, two guys who, who do a pretty good job, you know, stealing, stealing the strikes, throwing out runners, uh, and Gary Sanchez and Francisco Mejia. Infielders, uh, Willie Adamas, Vlad, uh, Vladito, Manny Machado, Cattell Marte, uh, Gene Segura, Rafi Devers. Uh, Nelson Cruz is listed as an infielder. That guy's a fucking DH. Uh, Robinson Cano, kind of same thing. He's probably going to be a pinch hit type guy. Uh, their outfield, gross. Eloy Jimenez, Julio Rodriguez, and Juan Soto, as well as Teoscar Hernandez. That is – you could throw any combination of those guys out there. That's fucking sick. Vlad, Vlad Guerrero Jr. Yeah, it's a, yeah. That's, a, that's a tough one with, the, with that team. Their, their infield, I mean, they, they've they got 
six, seven stars as infielders. Like they can't even, they can't even put enough position players on the field to represent the stars on this team. Uh, and for the pitchers, man, uh, Alcantara. Hey, you, yeah, you said Cueto. Sandy Alcantara. He did, he he's the reigning uh, NL MVP, or I mean, uh, Cy Young. Cy Young. Yep. Uh, him and Johnny Cueto always Johnny Cueto. Yep. Tough, tough guy to barrel up. Um, wow, I didn't even realize he's playing for the Marlins this year. Johnny Cueto making his rounds. Oh yeah, uh, but the, the nutty thing is, like, of all the other teams, like a lot of these guys just didn't have pictures or were wearing like the team hat for the country they're playing. Uh, all of these guys are wearing Major League Baseball hats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. they, they, their, their entire lineup has, says Major League Baseball and has the team next to it. Not, not a single one of them says minors. I mean, Robinson Cano, I think he might be a free agent, and Gary Sanchez, but. Uh, I'm sure they're – I mean, Robinson Cano's at the end of his career anyways. He's probably just getting one more World Baseball Classic. But Yeah, I mean, so he might he might go overseas to play this year. But Gary Sanchez, he's still pretty young. Um, he, I think he's just a free agent, I guess, I'm guessing, right now, unless he's signed somewhere. Uh, has Gary been picked up? Um... It doesn't show anybody. Um I mean, I I can't believe the Twins wouldn't keep him. I thought he was doing pretty well last year with them, but um, I'm trying to figure this out here. Um, man. But I mean, he is if, currently a free agent. Free agent. I was gonna say, but I mean, he he needs to get an invite from somebody. I mean, he he isn't a bad catcher. I mean, he he did had a tough time in New York, but. I'm uh, sure there's there's a group out there that could that could use Gary Gary Sanchez in their catcher's room for sure. Maybe maybe he's asking maybe he's asking too much. I can't I can't imagine that he is. I mean, he's only 30 years old and he's never had a breakout season. So yeah, uh, but yeah, the, the DR looks really strong. Yep, uh, definitely so, it's a tough competition there. Yeah, uh, moving on. You've got Venezuela. I think we already touched on them. Uh, Puerto Rico is another really strong team. Uh, you've got Jose Barrios and who was the other guy on there? Marcus Stroman really anchoring that pitching staff. Three good catchers in Martin Maldonado, uh, MJ Melendez, and Christian Vasquez. Infielders, uh, Javi Baez, Edwin Diaz, Francisco Lindor, uh, and that's about it for big names there. Uh, haven't really heard of any other outfielders. So they're another strong squad. I, I would look to see them come out probably with uh, with with the DR here. I think it's two teams per pool. Um, yep. The, yeah, the top two top two seeds out of the pool play. So uh, I think those are going to be your, your big two teams to see come through. But some of the rules we're looking at is a three batter minimum. Uh, there's going to be a DH. Essentially, they're matching the MLB rule for rule. So, and then other than that, they have like the pitch limits and the mercy rule stuff. But I'm looking forward to it. It's been a long time since I've gotten to see a uh, see some international baseball competition. Did, uh, the Olympics did baseball for a time, didn't they? Yeah, they, I think the, the Olympics did. I, I like this version better because. I feel like it's a little bit it's a little bit different than the Olympics. I'm not I'm not saying uh, anything bad about the Olympics. I just think that this one was kind of put together by like Major League Baseball. So I think this was this was one of those ones that um, countries want to come out and represent. Like I said, 
every year it seems like you you get a guy that you're like, oh my gosh, he's not on a major league team. What's this guy doing? Where is he going to go? And then you know maybe he gets the opportunity the following year uh, and exactly. gets signed. And it, it, definitely, there's a lot of eyes on it. It's it's especially for some of the smaller countries or the guys that play in in leagues that are lesser known. Um, huge opportunity because you know that every MLB scout's going to have a. a um, somebody at, or every MLB team is going to have a scout at these games watching these guys, seeing oh, if there's sure. somebody we can pick up, especially on the teams, maybe not the Dominican Republic because all those guys are already signed, <laughs> but like some of the other teams, you know, maybe your Great Britons or your, you know, your Nicaraguas that some of those guys don't have an opportunity to play in front of a lot of people or, or in front of the cameras, put film yeah, um, together. Oh, for sure. Uh, getting, getting eyes on some of these guys who don't, um, get that the the exposure is is one really good thing and the thing is none of these guys are are particularly slouches because even the lowest seeded teams made it through a play-in tournament yeah so uh, yeah so i mean it's it's usually it's it's usually the same the same uh countries that make it for the most part but that's just because of the the history of those countries that have for baseball you know cranking out players and stuff like that yeah um so looking at the schedule here, first game is uh, Wednesday, March 8th. It's going to be at 6 a.m. on Fox Sports 2, Panama versus Chinese Taipei. And then Gotta the next game it. after that is going to be at 10 p.m. <laughs> wait, wake, 10 up, get, 11 p.m. wake up, get some breakfast uh, baseball, get your run in, get yourself some toast and eggs. <laughs> <laughs> and then end the day with two more games. Oh, yeah, that's that's wild. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, it, it, the crazy thing is, I was looking at this too. From the time it starts on the eighth, the championship game is is the twenty first. Yeah, it's not a long tournament. It's it's, it's, it's what cool. 12, 13 days to to get pool play, quarterfinals, semifinals, and a championship game in, which is crazy. So, like you were saying, some of those rules where a pitcher can only pitch fifty uh, or can pitch fifty pitches, and then he's got to sit out so many days like that could come into play real early because you might pitch a guy the first day and say he hits his 65. He's done for a week, basically just about. Yeah. Um, but looking ahead, uh, the first USA game, uh, that I'm sure most of our listeners are going to care about. Uh, we haven't really broken into the international market yet with our, uh, 10 plays an episode. <laughs> it's actually a little strong, but Hey, you know, we're getting there. Um, First USA game is going to be Saturday, March 11th at 9, p- at 9 p.m. versus uh, Great Britain. So that should be an absolute smacking. As, it, as an East Coast viewer snob, I'm kind of disappointed that they're playing in Phoenix because now you're going to get those 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock games. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in terms of teams that anyone's really excited to see play, Japan plays at uh, 5 in the morning on Friday the 10th and 5 a.m. on Thursday the 9th. So that's a little rough. Cuba plays at 11.30 p.m. against uh, Panama. That's weird. That's very weird, considering they're playing in Miami. Ah, but, wow. So late game, I guess. Yeah, yeah that, that, is, that, that is a crazy one. No, Cuba, Cuba Panama? Yeah. They're not, they're not playing Miami. They're, the, they're over in um, the Taiwan. They're in that bracket. Oh, you know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. But yeah, that, that would be quite the game. I don't know if anybody would show up at 1130 in Miami. Yeah. Uh, Dominican Republic plays at 7 p.m. on Saturday as well, 
which uh, it's the Medican uh, versus Venezuela. That'll be a good game to watch. I feel like I just uh, by looking at the schedule, I feel like it's the U.S. is kind of at a disadvantage. Why aren't they playing a the game until the eleventh? Why can't if I was if I was making the schedule, I would put them up first. So then, say they use some of their big arms by the eleventh. You know, they've already gotten their rest. Uh, so part of the thing is for like Wednesday, Thursday, and even Friday, there's not that many games played. There's like three or four games played each day. Saturday, the 11th, is the first big day where there's pretty much games like every couple hours the whole day. You've got 5 and 6 in the morning over in Asia, and then it's noon, 7, 9, 10, and 11. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, the, the, obviously, they're the weekend games are going to pack them in so everybody can watch that wants to watch um, where, where the weekday games, you know, they are at very early and very late depending on where the game's played. Right, so... You know, maybe I'll get up, catch a couple innings before going to work one of these days. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. You get, get a little little pre-work uh, baseball in. You don't, you don't get to do that very often unless yeah. it's a replay from the night before. Exactly. But uh, coming out of the tournament, I think your, your heavy favorites are going to be, you know, United States, DR, Cuba, and I'll, I'll say Puerto Rico or Venezuela after that. But those two, those first three are your really big heavy hitters, and I, I'm not like I said I w- I'm not going to uh, rule out Japan. Uh, they oh, no. they they they've made every semifinal uh, since the tournament started, so I think they have a chance <laughs> to say oh, the least. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I just I don't know how their offense is going to pull, but they also the Japan had like we were saying before the episode has a very different baseball philosophy as as we do over here. In the States. yeah, a little a lot more dis- a lot more disciplined at the plate. In the way they play the game, uh, yeah, I, I get excited. They play a any, scrappy brand of, play, of baseball is the best really way to describe it. But that's that's what's fun about any any uh, world sport that you know that when they have a competition like the Olympics, where you bring in even if it's like basketball, you have a different style of playing. You know, everybody has a different way of doing things, and uh, it's cool to see baseball. You know, that is a a global sport, bringing bringing all these countries together, having a competition before the MLB season starts. Um, and actually, I don't know if you, you were talking about the timing of it. I think this is about the only time that would work unless you did it like in January, because if you did it after the season, a lot of players are going to be hurt. You're going to have pitchers that you know went through Tommy John that are going to be unavailable. Um, players that just don't want to play any more baseball after you know 162 plus you know playoffs. Yeah. So I think I think this is about the best time where you're going to get the healthiest of all the players if they want to play. Um, it's only a, a, a 12 day competition, 13 day competition. So um, it doesn't take away too much. The teams can rejoin their, their MLB teams or their international teams, you know, wherever they might be playing. Yeah. They can get, get back before spring training's over really. Yeah. So I, I think it's a good idea to do it now. Um, you know, they had a chance to, you know, if, if they did go to spring training or if they just met up with their national team and, and kind of kick things off for the year, you know, just kind of a soft opening. Oh, definitely. But I, I think we're going to kind of wrap this one up. Let's keep this one a little bit short, a little bit sweet. Um, you know, quick listen for on the way to work. But we appreciate you all tuning in. We appreciate your follows, your, your likes, your shares, everything. Give us a review. Let us know what you think. Shoot us a message. Uh, we're on all the social media platforms. And find the podcast anywhere you like. If there's somewhere where you want to see it that we don't post, let us know. Uh, but with that, thanks again. B-dubs, play us out.